Hello and welcome back to the podcast. In case you missed it, our merch for the Christmas drop is now live. So you can go and shop our new shady or nice ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, uh, PSA, it does not come with the suspicious white powdery substances on us right now. Um, Which, by the way, if you're on the Patreon bonus content, we decorated the set. And did a little vlog there for that. Um, but yeah, so we have new merch out for Christmas time. There's ornaments, mugs, wrapping paper, these sweaters. So definitely go check it out. But yeah, we, we're getting in the Christmas spirit. Thanksgiving yeah, just yeah. passed. Um, obviously, we unfortunately witnessed the Lions lose. It was a tough, a tough loss. But no, hope isn't lost. We're still rooting it, for them. It, it's almost a tradition to lose the Thanksgiving so, Day game, so it's like fine. Yeah, we we had to keep some traditions alive, right? Um, but you know, we still love the Lions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have not won since 2016 on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving Day, and before that, our record for like the 2000s was maybe I think six wins and 17 losses. So we weren't doing too hot altogether, and I think it's fine. I think everybody needs traditions, and that's, that's one of ours, and, and it's and, okay. Yeah, and ours is also watching, so. And we did. And we did. We fulfilled our part, and they fulfilled theirs, so who can really be mad at that? You can't. You can't complain. If anything, we are consistent. Um, I'm going to tell you what, though. This, so I've never had a flocked Christmas tree um, that's just not my vibe. But I right. wanted to be nice to Brittany because Thank you. she had a dream. She had, she had expressed her dream of having mm-hmm. a flocked Christmas tree. So I thought, you know what, for the set, no problem. I'll get a flocked one. Well, are you okay? No, there's there is flockness. <laughs> are you emotional? There's about this? flockness in my eye, which I didn't think that's a word, but it's in my oh, eye. I'm it's convinced. In my hair, it's in my there's th- flockness in my throat <laughs> that I inhaled as we were setting up the tree. It's um gotta not be safe. As no, well. it's definitely not. It's, this safe. will be on a commercial in ten years. If you had a flocked Christmas tree yes, between sure. the years, you're entitled to compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. I I don't know if that's a thing or if it's just like the one we got. I don't know because it was it was as if it was snowing in here. The amount of the flock of the tree, <laughs> but it was it was kind of wild. I'm still covered in it. And yes, you really are. Yeah, it's on my hat. It's everywhere. Um, whatever. That's that's a downside. So if you are getting any decor, keep that in mind. Um, probably also don't wear a black sweater. The red one was fine. The red one did okay. Safe. Yes. Um, but also going back to this little Thanksgiving, we also, as Detroit Lions fans, got to witness the halftime show, the Up infamous halftime show. I'll say because. It also did not go over so well last year, if we all remember. Um, Bibi Rexa was the halftime performer, and everybody had negative things to say about that. that. Everyone was like, it was so not hype in person. But, but then we discussed that it's never as hype in person as it is sports doing. Right, because especially in Detroit, I don't, I don't think everywhere does this. Like, obviously, we'll talk about it, but... Dolly Parton in Dallas was like midfield, phenomenal. Um, you know, out there, but 
for Detroit, when they perform, they only put them, like, in small areas. So, like, mm-hmm. I remember B.B. Rex said they put her, like, up in a corner. Yes. But when she came out and started singing, all the fans started booing because they were like, she's not even here. She was there. She was just somewhere that you couldn't see her. So mm-hmm. everybody was, like, upset about that. But with the Jack Harlow performance, he was on the field. So they learned a lesson there, I guess. But they clearly did not increase the budget. No, his poor set. It was giving high school musical set. Yeah. Like, high school musical adaptation of Frozen, the musical. Yes. Background scenery. Yes. Um, I was also, I have to say, I genuinely thought that the guy who came out with him at first. Yeah. Well, first I was like, oh, the sign language interpreter. That's what what we thought. And then. The guy just had his hands in his pocket, so I'm like, uh, okay. What was his purpose? Has anyone found out? So I think he's supposed to be like a hype man, which a lot of rappers will do. Mm-hmm. However. Respect to the hype men of the world. Yeah, but however, in this case scenario. It wasn't, he didn't necessarily need a hype man. I have to say. Right there. I genuinely, seriously, I, I convinced half my family. I go, it was a fan. A fan what? snuck on. I go. A fan <laughs> snuck out and was like drunk and got out there. I mean, and performed with him. I genuinely thought because also within seconds of us like all being like, "What's going on? Who's this then guy?" Then he was gone. He was gone. Actually, I was like, "That is a, a really good theory they because got him off. and no one has confirmed or that denied if he was a technical hype man, if you will." Correct. So I think you're on to something. Could be on there. something. I genuinely thought that, and I convinced half my family. No, but you know what? You know what I noticed and I loved was the Detroit cheerleaders. Their puffer jackets were the cutest thing I'd ever seen. They had these white puffer jackets with, like, a Detroit Lions logo on them, and I thought to myself, how do I get one? I love this. Yeah, that's actually cute. I Did they come out when he was performing? Yeah, they came out. See, I have to be honest, too. I did stop watching. Did you? I, I watched it through... Through the end. I think it's kind of like Grimes get, get your second time. Was it? For me. Yeah, I got to be honest. But that okay. was kind of. And then, so, you know, immediately I go to Google because I'm like, did a fan get on stage during whatever? And all that comes up is Dolly Parton's performance in Dallas. Oh. In the comparison. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hers looked like a Super Bowl performance. It really did look like a Super Bowl performance. And she looked. Phenomenal. I loved that she was wearing the iconic Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders uniform. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, it was a little different. It had a little more rhinestone. She had, like, a rhinestone bodysuit on it, there. It was like a Britney take on it. It was. It was. Cheerleader outfit. And she looked so good. She did. I wasn't expecting so many covers because she did do a few covers yeah. in her set. Um, she did 9 to 5, which I loved. I thought that was super cute. Yeah. It made my heart happy. No, it was... Uh... Very different in comparison, but obviously the Dallas Cowboys budget is going to be a little bit um, bigger. My dad kept saying, he's like, it's so unfortunate. Dallas outdoes us every year. Like, this is so annoying. You can't outdo the fans, though. No, yeah, our fandom, stronger. It is what it is. Um, But also it was Black Friday, which I did not partake in. Neither did I. I was okay with that. My mom and I go shopping earlier in the week on the week of Thanksgiving. 
And it's not, like, necessarily for deals. It's more for, like, memes. Some so, deals are going at that point. Yeah, and I think at this point, like, if you're doing it, it is, like, a, a tradition or for the, for the memories. I've never done it because yeah. I just don't want to deal with the crowd. <laughs> like, I would the rather. The on Friday scare well, me. Well, and, like, once Cyber Monday became a thing, I'm like, ah, I'd much rather do Easy. that from home. Um, But it was funny because, you know, so many people were complaining that they would put things on sale but then if you peeked underneath and you could it see wasn't the real a price, sale. it was actually just the regular price. And they would fake mark it up to mark it back down to the original price. And one of the places actually that was like accused of um, was like Target, Amazon, you know, all these places. But Target actually commented back and said, oh, no, that was just because we started the sales early for Black Friday. I believe that because I've gone shopping earlier in the week, the week of Black Friday, and a lot of stores actually I feel like do run their sales earlier, but they don't put like the big flashy label. Right. It's not as enticing. Yes. But it is kind of wild to think of where Black Friday started and what it's become. I mean, Black Friday, I feel like, I feel like as a child, it was like we would watch the news of like newscasts of like a hundred percent people like going nuts on Black Friday. Every single Black Friday growing up, you were getting a news story about someone knocking an old woman down, mm-hmm. a fight breaking out, just lines outside yeah, of the stores. Lines if outside it the was stores. like concert tickets, people waiting for hours and yeah. hours, and it got kind of out of hand. I mean, it definitely did get out of hand. But it was to a point where stores, I feel like pre-COVID, and I feel like this might be going away, but maybe it still exists, and I just don't notice because I don't go Black Friday shopping. It was like Black Friday used to start at like 7 a.m. or like 6 a.m., oh, it 5 a.m. It got to the point of when we were younger, I feel like that Black Friday started at midnight. But then as I think we got into like high school, college, then it was like, Six o'clock on Thursday, and people were having to go into work to start the Black Friday sales before Thanksgiving was even fully over with. I mean, I'm glad that's done with. Me too. But it did. I I actually specifically remember having friends who would go after Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, to start shopping. It's for a Black lot. Friday. It's a um, lot. I do kind of miss the hype. Yeah, I feel like it was a fun tradition to watch happen yes i feel like um, it's, it's kind of coming back though because i did see a few tiktoks and snapchats of like malls being a little bit more crowded i mean compared to a usual day that's you're not right hard you're, to not, do you're not you're not no one wrong. really shops in person but i've been shopping oh have you yeah and so online no so i've been wanting dress shopping you know and, oh you've been and dress that's shopping. a big you deal, have okay and but it's so funny and this I'm not gonna spoil anything but really what I think is so funny and I have to I have to stop doing it because also the people who've like gone with me are like can you stop compare I compare everything I try on I compare it to like an inanimate object or like another object and it is ruining every single style of dress for me so like for example there's been dresses I've tried on with, like, you know, big trains, and they're kind of, like, not poofy, but just big, long yeah. trains. Dramatic. And the first thing I say 
I try this on. Everyone's like, it's so beautiful. I'm like, but does it look like a comforter? Does it look like I could just pick this up and wrap myself in you it? You like can't a be saying things like then, that. Specifically, another one that I always say, and I love the look of tool. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I got this idea, but every time I try on tool, I will look everyone dead in the eyes and go, So does this look like a loofah to you? Like no. a shower loofah? Which, why am I doing this? Because now I can't unsee it. And neither can everyone with me. Yep. And then um, there's also like this, and this is what's crazy too, like the specific style of like mermaid or fit and flare, I think they call it. And I'll try it on. Babe, do I look like a betta fish? And I just make shit up as to why and like, like nothing. I, where do these ideas come from? I'm really not sure. I think it's me thinking about what other people could, could think, think or, could, or say. could say. Because unfortunately, that's the way I think. So I keep doing it, and it's, like, actually causing me issues of, like, making a decision. But, yeah, so so I've been trying, but um, it's just so funny because we went with Tracy, and I said something to her, and she goes, can you seriously stop comparing these <laughs> to things? Because, like, I can't unsee it now, and every time you try something on, I'm thinking about what this could potentially could look, look like, like. You know, yeah. so then she's going to start doing it. So, yeah, I have a problem. Um. I need to just make a decision here. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I had to bring that up. I was like, I have to control myself. But um, also more fun things that I've been up to. We've both been up to. Being just so engulfed. We're not the only ones, by the way, in the Hunger Games. My gosh. I have been on a Hunger Games kick since the while. spring for a while. There was a point, there was a really, like, long period of time this spring maybe summer where all I did was listen to the Hunger Games audibles from start to finish from book one to the end of Mockingjay on repeat and I could get through all of the books in like less than a week and then I would just restart and I probably listened to each of them completely through at least Five or six times. Yeah, it was like me on Sunday. I watched. Well, last week I went and saw the new movie. So good. And then Sunday, like on cable, which I don't even know how I was watching. I feel like I need, the only thing I've you know who in else was house, watching it on cable too. What? Tracy. I told her about. Did it, you? So she then she, she texted me. Um, but no, like the only channel ever on in my house, which we talked about last week, I think was like HGTV. That's mm-hmm. the only I ever have on. But for some reason, a different channel was on, and they were all playing back to back to back. I watched, me and Evan both, watched all four back to back They're such good movies. That was how we spent our entire day. At the end of the day, well, and it also gets dark so early, so we were like, we just spent our whole day watching this. But it was kind of nice because we had, it was like a refresh of like everything that. That had happened. Yeah. And then we just also saw the new one. But um, what's your favorite of the movies? I don't know. Really? I like them all. I feel like they. I did see something interesting, though. What was it? I saw that the director was saying he wishes that he would have put Mockingjay Part 1 and and 2 as one movie. I find that so interesting. He said he wishes he did it. The only reason they did it like that was because that was the plan all along from the beginning. Right, before he was even involved. Before he was involved. So he wanted to stick to the plan. Um, But it was all recorded at once. So the only reason to split it up was just because that was the plan. But yeah. they could have put them out 
at the same time. Or even, like, back-to-back. Because there was about a year gap in between the two of them. And he says he wished he just didn't do it because the year was... It's not like a TV series or something like it's Mm -hmm. a movie. So you want those parts together. And he also tried, he said, to make them significantly different so that it would make sense to split them up. But it just turned out to not be. They went together so well that it was They do go together very well. And I even, like... When I first rewatched, I think when I was going through my phase of listening to the book, I was rewatching them as well. And those two movies are the ones I think I've watched the least out of the series. So even watching like part one and part two, in my mind, I feel like a lot of it was all just one movie. It, like it, I couldn't differentiate. They picked up right where they left off. So yeah. it really was not, it was like the same scene. So it yeah. really was no different, but. I think it's interesting to hear a director actually say that they wish they had done something differently. differently. Yeah. And something so huge as well as yeah. that. Because I think some people were talking about like, oh, what if The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes was a series or two parts or even three parts because there's three different parts of the book. But I love movie. Well, I also heard even with this last movie – that there was a longer version of it originally. Was there really? And they cut out like over an hour of footage. I hope in a, a director's cut comes out because I would watch a director's cut. Because I people are theorizing that they might and that's the only reason they even hinted that that existed. I hope that's, that's what's going yeah. on because they did cut not a ton out, but there was definitely like, more they could have elaborated on in certain parts. Well, the book is always going to be way more detailed. Yeah. But even watching, I kind of had some questions because I didn't listen or read the books. But mm-hmm. um, you should. It I was like interesting too. It's funny because I, my phone heard me watch all four, mm-hmm. and so now I am just engulfed in Hunger, Hunger Games, Games TikTok. TikTok. That makes me um, happy. And I just found out that originally Rachel Zegler, which we'll get to her in a minute, but. Uh, was she turned down the role? She was yeah. cast as lead character, turned it down because she was filming Snow White. Yep, and didn't want to continue to be away from home for so long because it was also during like COVID and she had to be isolated, and so she really didn't have anybody with her. Yeah, and she w- just wanted to go home. She turned it down, and then her boyfriend actually ended up getting cast as. Sir Janus. Sir Janus, yeah. And so she was like, called them back and was like, hey, did you cast anybody? Yeah, like, I'll I'll take it. it. Because she was going to be able to be with somebody that she knew. Yes. And I feel like that makes a lot of sense to me. Like, that's being away from home is is a lot. But think about this. I was thinking about, so I obviously did not know all the details. I didn't even know that was her boyfriend. I didn't realize that was her boyfriend until recently. But how weird do you think it was that, like, we talk about, We've talked about this, how that, actors that wasn't kissing like and her that love was interest. Not her love interest, and she was. I mean, had, there was a lot yeah. of chemistry between her and Snow in the movie Tom Tom, Tom Blythe. 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 I I think I'm saying it wrong. Is it Blythe or Blythe? I don't know. Dang Close it! I, I know he's great. He, he was really great in the movie. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's Blythe, but I also know somebody with the last name Blythe, so I might be just saying it that way because that's the last name I know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. She was so happy to be like recast with yeah. her boyfriend, and then she rolls up to set and was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm go, gonna be with go my flirt with boyfriend. this boyfriend." <laughs> yeah, I know that's wild. 
Yeah, but it was um, surprisingly, like, I really liked it. That makes I, me so happy because people were very, like, either they loved the book or they hated the book. And a lot of people hated the book because it shined President Snow in such a positive light. The movie? No, the book. I thought people said the book was more telling of his character than the movie. The book definitely is, but that was people's cri- some people's criticisms. But if you really read the book, like, his thoughts are pretty wild. Well, that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. People said the book was, like, showing that he was actually more... It did, yeah. ...negative than he was. Um, yeah, but it was funny because there were some parts, though... And I don't know if I was biased because of, like, all the Rachel Zegler drama that went mm-hmm. down with, like, Snow White. And everybody was so against her. And then as soon as this movie came out. Everyone loves like, her. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I cannot lie. There were some parts. And I think it was supposed to be this way. But when she just randomly would burst out singing. Bro, I if you thought that was that was. Cringe, I was cringing. If you thought that was wild in the movie. And I told you this earlier. The book. And I listened to the book on an audiobook, so I didn't physically read it. But it would, sh- and it was the audio reader who, like, doesn't necessarily even, like, sing the song, but, like, says it as, like, a long sentence that just, like, doesn't end. And he, like, changes his voice a little bit to sing the song. And it would go on, I would, I swear, for, like, five minutes well, at a time. It was just talking, pages and pages and pages of songs. Imagine talking out a, a song. song. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, just, like... I don't even know what the words are for some of the songs. He was like, this is the song, and the song is being sung, and it just kept going. I was like, stop with the singing. I can't do the singing anymore. Yeah, I can't. They cut songs from the book to the movie. I wonder, too, like, this just got me thinking, because for Britney Spears' memoir, Mm-hmm. They specifically had, um, can't think of her name right now, but they specifically had somebody read the memoir for mm-hmm. audiobook. I feel like they could have maybe <laughs> had somebody <laughs> who could sing. Yeah, that could have been the audiobook on this one. Probably could have been arranged. Yeah. Um, 100% that could have been planned out. Yeah. Interesting. But also, um, speaking of singing and stuff, I guess we can get into a little bit of drama that happened this week because your girl. My girl. Don't you love her? Who are you talking about? Taylor Swift? No. Um, Rachel No. Ziegler? We're, no, we're moving on. Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, I do, I do love Sabrina Carpenter a lot. Um, I, well, I love her. Well, she just got... A Catholic priest. It's not. She didn't mean it. Fired. That's, um. I that was crazy. But you know what? I actually do think they, they said. Um. I read like a little article on it. So basically, Sabrina Carpenter shot her new music video for Feather. Such a good song. Such in a, a Catholic church, and it was a little Ugh. promiscuous. I yeah. guess you could say. Great word to describe it. And. They ended up firing the Catholic priest, or like took, taking away his title, basically, um, for allowing her to film there. But I thought his reasoning was actually—it actually made sense. He said 
he thought that it would be a good way to bring more young eyes and attention and connection to the church. Yeah. You know? Rational. That sounds rational, and that sounds like not a bad idea. I think he had good intentions. Who, Who fired him? The church or, yeah. like, somebody from, like... God. God, yeah, like... God came God down. can't fire him. I don't know. Um, But, yes, obviously somebody from the church, but I thought that was interesting. Um, so, like, he's not the boss of the church? Or do they have, like, a board? No, I'm sure there's more him. people. He was just one of the, like, priests there. Oh, so, like, the other priest said, no more of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're... You're out, You're out. Yeah, I guess. Poor guy. Maybe another um church will take bring him, him in. in. <laughs> um, I don't even know what else happened this week. I feel like we mainly covered it all. There was not much a lot of it a lot of things I was seeing was just about Black Friday. The Hunger Games. Hunger Games, Thanksgiving, but also that's just my Everyone's just hanging algorithm. with their family, enjoying the think? holiday. Eating Wait. some turkey. What do, what do you think about leftovers? Did you eat any leftovers? I never do. I try, and I'll, like, take some stuff home. But I've got to be honest. I am at the point that turkey is just not good, and it smells so bad as a leftover. Like, I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, yeah, that, that was just a random fact about me. I can't do Thanksgiving leftovers. No, I could maybe eat the mashed potatoes, and my mom made a lot of mashed potatoes, like an excessive amount of mashed potatoes. Oh. There was four of five of us that were eating dinner together, and there was enough mashed potatoes to serve a small arm. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? Because... I, she was, she'll probably blame my dad that he kept saying, oh, no, we need more potatoes and kept, like, peeling <laughs> more potatoes. She wanted to do a mashed potato bar, and it, they were great. But it was a lot. It was a lot. I bet there's still some. You know what we did for, um, we did, like, Evan's family's Thanksgiving after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, and we got Chipotle catering. Shut up. And it was. You didn't tell me that. And it was delicious. It was much better than the last Experiences we've had personally mm-hmm. in individual size bowls there. Um, it was delicious, and I definitely will be that adopting that if I ever host. So they didn't do any, like, traditional no. things? Just I mean, there was, like, some desserts and stuff. I mean, that's But perfect. the main meal was just Chipotle. I swear my family's there done, like, steak for Thanksgiving before, and great decision. We do that for Christmas a lot, too, is. My mom used to do stuffed shells like pasta, and then now it's been steak. But like steak over ham any day for me. Same. Who just wants to eat a slice of ham? Who decided what That's foods were Thanksgiving foods? In Christmas people, foods? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Who decided? Uh, well, we're changing it because <laughs> Chipotle was a Chipotle was is a Thanksgiving food. Yeah, it was. Um. All right, let's get into some of the shady stories. Starting off with shady story number one. I don't know how shady this is, but I still feel guilty about it, and it's been about a decade, so I need to share. It's important to know that at the time of this story, my two older brothers, ages 24 and 21, and I, 18, all lived at home. My brothers were always up to no good and getting into some sort of trouble. 
so my parents routinely got upset with them for various things. I, however, was a total goody two-shoes and didn't do much. I was and still am, lol, much more responsible than them. So at this time, I was practicing for my driver's license exam. I would practice drive my mom's car in parking lots, back roads, in the driveway, etc., like how most people would, I imagine. Well, one time I was practicing parallel parking in front of my dad's pole barn and was getting pretty good and was getting into the swing of it. Unfortunately, I started getting a little too comfortable, and when I was supposed to shift into drive, I accidentally stuck it in reverse and full-on rammed my mom's car into my dad's pole barn. Somehow my mom's car was fine without a scratch, but it left a huge dent in the metal siding of the barn, front and center, right out by the road. You couldn't miss it. Obviously, I panicked and didn't want to say anything. Remember, I was the good girl and didn't lie ever. I have a horrible poker face and anyone can see through me so I opted to just keep my mouth shut. I don't know what I really expected, but obviously my dad saw the damage the next morning when he was leaving for work. I woke up to him screaming downstairs at my two older brothers trying to figure out who did it. He assumed they went out drinking or were messing around with the friends outside and rammed into the barn. My brothers had no idea what was going on and were very upset that they were being blamed for something they didn't do. Neither my mom nor my dad ever asked me if I did it, and my dad had to eat the cost of replacing the metal siding, and it was not cheap. I never told anyone what happened. I was terrified to tell them, and still am. That is <laughs> I feel like this wild. is so relatable. Like, it, it would be so easy to blame things on my other siblings. Do you think so? Me. Yeah. But I like, like, her... She didn't lie. No, she just, she just withheld the truth, the truth. Which I feel like was acceptable in this situation. Yeah, nobody got hurt. It was just a little The pole barn did. Dent in the pole barn. Okay, but like, was it a need to replace it or a want? I feel like it was a want. I feel like the the pole barn could have continued to function. So I wouldn't feel Without the dent in it. And like, if it was close to the street, then like anybody could have did that. It didn't have to be the brothers. You know what I mean? Like, how did they not just think, like, holy shit, someone drunk hid? Yeah, because, like, why would he blame it on the brothers? They said they weren't responsible. Yeah, but, like, nothing else was damaged to prove that, like, what did you think? They put their body through the metal? <laughs> like, you never know. You would, they'd probably be in the hospital or pretty damn sore if they tried that. It's so funny. I love that this is the place that, after a decade, they just really need to get this off their chest. Thank, yeah, thank God other people know now. Um, oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I'd say that's like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I'd say like 5 out of 10. Yeah. Shady story number two. Hi, everyone. My, I'm from Saudi Arabia, and I love your podcast. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and are enjoying your holidays. I wanted to share a story that happened to me about 15 or 16 years ago when MSN Messenger was popular and people used to communicate through emails. I was in nursing school when I started emailing a guy named A, whom I liked, and he was a trainee in the same hospital that I was in. We used to talk every day, and I thought that he, we had a connection. However, I later found out he only wanted to be friends and was interested in one of my classmates. He asked me to introduce him to her, so I did, I did not want to be a fool and show my feelings for him. But I didn't like seeing him get clo- seeing them get close, so I decided to intervene. 
I gave his email to my friend's younger sister who was 18 years old and she started to chat and flirt with him until she took his phone, took his phone number. However, we were secretly recording their phone conversations and sending voice notes to his crush and exposed the cheater. Obviously, she left him and blocked him from messenger and life. But honestly, I knew he was a cheater from the beginning. And that was my plan. That's when I knew my plan wouldn't fail. But I did feel bad for myself that I had wasted my time. The moral of the story is always trust your gut. I love this. This is a, like a 9 out of 10 for me. I love the sneakiness. I love that, you know, she broke off that relationship without really having to get her hands dirty. I mean, she did, but she didn't. She just let, you know, life take its course. This reminds me of the people on TikTok who let people reach out to them and they oh, message their significant the other, other to see if they'll go for it and cheat. And yeah. message them back and flirt. And this kind of what, it, it was a foolproof plan. In you this. were ahead of your time, truly. Yeah. yeah, in this scenario, you got him. Um, I also didn't even, I guess I didn't realize you could record back, like. You record, it, like, phone conversations yeah. and things like that, 15, 16. Yeah, that does seem like pretty high-tech technology. Unless it was what we were doing when we caught the ghost with our little Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> could um, be. Definitely ahead of your time, though. I, I agree. I think this is like a 9 out of 10. All right. Last shady story. It's a bit long. Okay. The town I grew up at was very small. Everybody knew everything about everyone. My high school boyfriend and I had a group which included included three <laughs> other couples. After we graduated, the boys of the group all moved to a college town an hour away and lived in the same house together. I was the only one of the girls in the group to move away from home after graduation. I ended up in the same town as the boys, but a different college. About a week after moving into my dorm, I wanted to introduce my roommate to my boyfriend and his friends by having a little game night. It was a lot of fun and it was nice to see everyone get out of their shell. I realized at the time that it was the first time any of us had hung out with someone we didn't already grow up with. A few weeks later, my friends from campus wanted to take me out to dinner for my birthday. I naturally wanted my boyfriend to come and meet everyone. I felt bad that he would be the only guy and mentioned to him that he should invite the other guys in the house to come too. The sheer hate and angry messages came quickly in a group message to my phone while everyone was getting ready for dinner. The messages were from the three girlfriends that were back home still. They ranted about how rude I was for not inviting them to dinner, when at this point I hadn't spoken to them in weeks. They were over an hour away, and I didn't think it was an option to invite them when we were literally just going to Chili's real quick, and that was it. The idea for dinner was brought to my attention quickly, and the girls never crossed my mind. I apologized to them and explained that I didn't mean anything by it. Then they proceeded to corner me via group chat and say that they didn't like how I invited my roommate over for game night without asking them permission to bring a girl around their boyfriends. This really upset me because my roommate is one of the greatest humans you could ever meet. It's not like I brought a hooker to their house. Lastly, they stated they didn't like how I always was at my boyfriend's house while their boyfriends were home. Needless to say, after that, I fell into my deepest, darkest hole of depression. I blamed myself for making them feel that way. I felt like everyone, every move I made was a wrong one. So much more happened after that, but I'll never forget how fucked up it all was. 
That is so sad. That is literally the point of going away to college. Is to, to make new friends. And yeah, and it's not. They were having a game night. It's not her fault that they stayed home. Right. And if you wanted to come visit, go visit. She wasn't stopping you from seeing your boyfriends. I feel like this is probably so common, though, with people who go away or stay home for college. But definitely not her fault or responsibility to keep their relationships with their boyfriends good. Right. Yeah. But, um... That's shady as fuck. I kind of want to know what else happened. Um, yeah, me too. Because it says so much more happened after that. And, like, I want to know. Like, I am invested in this story. I hope the roommate started dating one of the guys. <laughs> I'm just making shit up, though. Yeah, I kind of wanted um her to get a little bit of revenge on these girls somehow, some way. We would like mm-hmm. to hear more. Yeah. If you, if you just, have the time to write out a few more follow-up stories to what happened do. here. We're I also just really love for it. We were literally just going to Chili's. I That's love so that. Real. <laughs> I l- makes me want to go to Chili's right now. I love Chili's. Um, I don't know why this happened, but one of our friends, Matt, is uh-huh. fully convinced that I hate Chili's. I don't Wait, know really? where and why this rumor started. It's not true. You hate Chili's? That's what he. That is what he truly believes to his core. So now, anytime I go to Chili's. I send him a picture, and he gets mad. mad. He's like, you don't like that place. I'm like, when did this begin? I mean, that's how we feel about him in that one restaurant we go to pretty often. Oh, yeah. And then he's always there. And yeah. And I'm like, sir, you yeah, do not he, hate this place. And he'll, like, post it to a snap or, like, on his Instagram story, and I always respond and be like, you're fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's so not that deep. Um, but anyways, relatable. Um, <laughs> Relatable. It was literally just chilly. It was literally I feel like I'm going to say that about something. It's literally just jelly. <laughs> um, so what are we reading this? Uh, I I feel eight invested. Eight out of ten feels Agreed. perfect. We need more. Um, but yeah, that concludes this week's episode. If you didn't already, we will see you on the Patreon bonus content. We're also doing a giveaway of the Christmas merch, the holiday collection. For mm. Patreon bonus content members, the sh- Super Shady members. So we will be doing that soon. So if you want to join, now would be a good time. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.